Welcome, everyone, to another episode of Modern Day Wizards. I'm here with, I call him Gypsy Fox, and I'll let him decide whether or not he wants to tell you more about what he's called. Uh, uh, basically, I've watched him on BitChute. Seems to be pretty much the only place he posts videos. And uh, we've also kind of, like, talked to each other on the phone a couple times. So we're, we're pretty familiar with each other's work and what we think and stuff like that. And Gypsy, uh, you are kind of an expert on Alan Watt, right? And uh, Alan, so I I was into Alan Watts with an S at the end, like growing up, and I would say I'm kind of an expert in Alan Watts. Um, And then I started hearing about this guy, Alan Watt, right? And, And, you know, I looked into a bit, and, you know, back then I was still, like, not ready to hear what he was saying. Uh, but, but lately you kind of got me back into listening to him and I, like I went into the last, he died this year and I mean, we can get into that, but he did the last few, he would do like four hour long rants, right. Where he would just talk about what was going on like right now. And it's just like, dude, he was exactly right. You know, exactly right. Back in January of 2021 or, or whatever. Right. And she's like, this guy is spot on on everything. Yeah. So I, I just, you know, I haven't gone through a whole lot of his stuff, but I wanted to kind of get, you know, talk to you and like, if you want to first give a rundown on yourself more than I said, but I, I'm curious about what you know about this guy. Okay. Well, um, I found a Kylie on bit shoot and I, I thought he was an interesting guy because he was, he was living off the grid and, um, I liked his attitude. I liked his energy and, um, I connected with him, you know, over the internet. And uh, <clears throat> so that's how we met. We, we talked a few times and um, I uh, have taken his list of survival stuff and I bought a lot of it. And uh, anyways, but about me, um, my first name is Giovanni. I go by Gypsy. Um, on, my, on my dad's side of the family, they are Romani Gypsy. And on my mom's side, we're Jewish. And I kind of grew up in both worlds. So I'm like kind of a, a, a Jewish gypsy. Uh, I know a lot and, and I practice a little bit of occultism, um, kind of discreetly to myself, like tarot, palm reading, numerology. Um, I'm kind of an empath. I don't like to say a psychic. I'm like real clairvoyant and like in tune with everything around me. Like when I'm balanced, I'm very like, you know, like I know what's going on. But that's a problem with me is balance. Um, what else was I going to say? On my mom's side of family, I, I was raised Jewish, and I still practice that. Uh, like we just finished up Hanukkah, but it, that's also kind of a personal thing. Um, anytime I do anything in groups, I don't care if it's religion or whatever it is, it kind of kills it for me. And mm-hmm. uh, when this whole COVID thing happened, it really showed me that if, if you're – Jewish or Christian or Muslim or whatever you are, if you're organized and you have a 501c3 tax exempt status, you're a sellout and you're going to, you know, make me wear a mask and act like a fool. And so I just kind of walked away and got back to um, being me and just, you know, being um, always uh, my favorite tarot card is the hermit. And, uh, mm-hmm. Same here. Yeah, I always see safety in that card. Like whenever, um, like just the other day, I did a tarot reading, and um, I'm going through all kinds of stuff. With I have a custody battle and just everything in the world, and uh, I'll do tarot readings, and, and I drew out a, the fool, which means you know, 
kind of just go about things without caring so much, you know, take, you know, take, take a step, you know, yeah. off the edge of the cliff and, just, you know, let, let, let the clients fall where they may. And then the second card was, um, the king of, um, the king of swords. And that card symbolizes, if you look at it, it's got butterflies on the back of the thing. A butterfly, um, is all over the place, but their brains are like, um, you know, radar systems, and, and even though they look like they're going all over the place, they're going to hit their mark. They're going to hit a bullseye, you know. So mm-hmm. that was the second card. And then the third card was the, the hermit. And nice. I thought, oh, cool. So, so what it's saying is, you know, don't be scared. Get out there and do what you want to do. Be happy. Enjoy life. Um, even though people think you're all over the place, you're going to hit a bullseye. But for now, you know, remain the hermit, stay up above everything, looking down, you're looming, you're awake, yep. you know, you're, you know, and, yeah, and so that's just, I thought that was interesting, and I thought of you, you know, I told you that a while back, and I thought of you when I saw that, uh, that hermit, and I was just like, you know, my biggest thing is my mouth, and my anger, and uh, with everything that's going on in the world today, it's it's real easy for me to uh, get into it with the normie. Or, well, I know, think that's so. the case for everyone, even people who aren't. Uh, I would say you have more of a tendency towards uh, outrage. But, you know, yeah. honestly, I that's like kind of one of the key elements of why you're so enjoyable to listen to, right? And even though yeah, you, you often say things that I actually disagree with, like um, yeah, yeah. at some point, I think we should talk about Judaism and stuff like that. But I don't want to really want to go there today. But basically, you know, no, I, I kind of I pretty strongly uh, disagree with Judaism. And but at the same time, it's just like I don't care that we disagree. You know, I know yeah. that you're out here. You're looking for what's true, and you're you're speaking the truth, and you're being angry again about people who are evil. And as that's what we yeah. should be. Anyone who's telling us that we're not. Someone, oh, you shouldn't be angry. I shouldn't be angry that they're fucking murdering humanity. I shouldn't be angry. Yeah, totally. Totally. yeah it's, it's insanity. It's insanity. And it, every, everybody's acting like a fucking retard, you know? And yeah, it's, you know, and people, people need to speak up. And, and like with me, I mean, I, I have a, a, a crazy background, stuff like that. You know, I, um, I, I'm a street guy. I grew up. In a lot of different places, I immigrated here from Lithuania, Lidvok, when I was like four, and um, I just I never fit in here. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? In, in in the culture and with the people, and um, my like it's really interesting. My mom, like, um, I'll, I'll be real quick because I don't want to take up the whole show talking about this, but uh, my mom was a really like bad person, like evil, uh, and I have studied demonology so i almost think my mom was either possessed or psychopathic and if you look up the word psychopath and you look up the word demon and you, and you run the definitions you know on yep. one page psychopath one page demon they're synonymous and so yep. if you're secular and you, don't, you don't believe in god you go okay that person's a psychopath and then you go on this side uh, a demon you know they're, they're, they're interchangeable yeah same and, thing um, i yeah, I used to see things in my mom. Um, God, I like, <clears throat> I attract the paranormal, and this started like I, I started to remember things when I was four, and, and like I didn't. This is before the internet. Like I, I, I have had hundreds of experiences, 
And I remember like things my mom would do, like she would shape shift. And people think that like when you say shape shift, she would turn into a lizard. A shape shift actually to me means that like a change would come over her, like, you know, like her facial expression would, would go yep. to like, you know, her face looked like rubber and like it had no expression and yep. her hair would, you know, so she would She's do hosting something. Weird... People can go yes. into phases where <clears throat> someone has, they've given yes. someone the right at some point in their life to come in at any point that they want and, and do stuff, Correct. use them for whatever purposes. And it can be multiple different <clears throat> beings who are doing yes. this at different yep. times in the same person. And so people, uh, like, when they go shapeshift, it's been taken out of context. Uh, it's throwing a baby out with the bathwater. It's where if I describe a shapeshift, you, Colin, actually knew exactly what I was talking about. But uh, um, a retard would go, oh, you're talking about somebody turning into a lizard. And so they, <laughs> obs- yeah, so they obscure it so, so there's no credibility into it. And when you yeah. look at what's going on in the world today, there's no doubt in my mind that this is, you know, it's, it's, it's some sort of demonic infestation. I've seen, I've seen how people act. Yep. And, um, it wasn't until I got older and then we had the internet and I started to read books and that, And I'm like, Oh, my mom was possessed. And then, um, and you know, you, 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 you taught that with, uh, she was a meth addict. <laughs> so I don't, I don't think that, I don't think that uh, was too helpful. And uh, well, I think I that gives up, that gives permission. Yeah, drugs will open like hard drugs. I'm not talking about someone who drinks a little bit of wine or eats a shroom, or you know, I'm talking about people that do hard synthetic yeah. drugs. It opens you up. I've seen it like because I've grown up in like really bad areas to where like if you look out at night at an area to where it's infested with drugs and prostitutes and it's it, with me because i i'm intuitive and clairvoyant it's you're seeing like a battlefield of this demonic shit going on you know mm-hmm. and you realize that a lot of you know when you've got all the shit going on it opens all that up and it, it releases um something that most people can't see a lot of people can feel i see and feel not when when i say see it i don't see like demons with horns and shit it's just energies and, and people's body movements and like, yep. you know, like it's just, it's hard to explain. There's, there's no. Yeah. If you're not like an empath, going, you don't know what we're talking about. Yeah. And like when people go, Oh, you know, like I was talking to this person telepathically, they, I don't hear like voices in my head where, where it's an energy. It's a knowing yeah. it's, there's yep. no, there's no language. There's no spelling. There's no. So, mm-hmm. um, Oh yeah, but it, anyway, so and then my dad was um, kind of a what you would call he was a, a gypsy gangster. He was um, he wasn't evil, but he was bad and he could be good. And what was interesting about my dad is my mom ran him off because he was a he was a you know an outlaw. Uh, she, you know, threatened him with the police and she tried to get him uh, sent out of the country because he wasn't from here. Neither was she, but it was just crazy shit. But so he wasn't around very much. But when he was around, um, because my life was so chaotic, I always tell people when I tell them about my life story, I'm like, everything bad that can happen to a child happened to me, except I wasn't molested, no sexual shit. And people Mm -hmm. like, why do you say that? And I'm like, well, because the people that have had something sexually done to them as a child, that's 
you can't even go there. It's so bad and so evil and so damaging to that human being. I don't like to, you know, try to put myself above somebody that has gone through that because that's like a, a door that I couldn't even imagine. And, and what kept me safe from the, the sexual predators, because in the world I grew up in, drugs and violence and everything you think of, those predators lurk in, 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 in that dimension. But what kept these demonic fucks at bay from doing anything to me like that was um, my father and people I was related to and people I was associated to, they weren't evil per se, but they were, they could be very bad and they could reciprocate with evil. Right. They lived in a world which made them, they learned that they had to, sometimes you got to do some bad shit, you know, in order to survive. And it's not what they really wanted to do, but they would do it. Yeah. And so like now that when I'm older, um, like I said, like I, I, I've met people that have been molested and I'm like, wow, like that person is so damaged like whoever did it to him deserves death and and i think back like why did that happen and uh, it's because i had people in my life that um like i said they weren't the best people in the world but they weren't evil and if evil did something to a vulnerable person these bad people that society considers bad would wipe them off the face of the earth and so i've always yeah i've always saw this balance in life you know what i mean and that's always kind of how i've been and like when i was young like i had like I was probably could have been a nerd and read and do really good at school, but I wasn't in that world, you know? And so I just always kept a balance. And I, I, I've always known I wasn't evil. I don't like being around evil, but I know that if you're confronted with evil, if evil, you know, sees you and wants something from you, you, you there's no, you can't, it can't, evil, evil can't alleviate from that path. You, you have to reciprocate, do to evil what it would do to you and that's you know that's the ultimate and yep self-defense principle yeah yeah so so uh, basically you had you had a pretty interesting upbringing (laughs) yeah oh yeah it was crazy crazy so but like real fast but wait when i look at my life like it it was bad it was rough And, and like literally like the last five years minus my custody battle and this whole COVID thing things have kind of you know flatlined everything you know, I'm, I have a normal job I kind of have a normal life um, yep. had I not gone through what I went through like like I always say to myself some of God's greatest gifts are unanswered prayers like there's many times I was like I wish I could have you know got a job being a cop or a firefighter or, or yeah. the military. you know what I mean? now you look at everything that if I was a straight and arrow and I grew up in a world of lollipops and misconceptions and perception managements, I would not know what I know now and I would not be able be prepared for what's yeah. coming. And yeah, we're lucky. People like us are lucky to kind of have been prepared by the world before yeah. it got really bad, you know, and everyone else, anyone who survives this, they will have become prepared, right? They will be toughened yeah. up. But uh, it'll be a much more severe process for them than it than it. You know, I feel I like I like the path I took. You know, got it over with early back when the world was a little yeah. more sane, and now I'm ready to face. You know, as ready as you can be, anyway. Totally, yeah, no, exactly, exactly. So, you know, bad things happen to people, but when you really look at it, it's it's beneficial in a way because you know the world is not. We live in a like. 
when, when I say like, I'm going to, we live in a parallel universe. And when you say that normal people, they get, they think, Oh God, this guy's crazy. I'm talking, I'm not, I'm speaking in allegory and metaphors. We have, you know, from the time we leave our doorstep and we go out into the world, you know, it's, it's fake. Everything's fake, but yeah. there's also another parallel world running with it that, you know, if, if you know, it's out there, um, it's, you know, you got this world that's make believe and you got this evil world that we live in. And most people are, are, you know, through perception management and culture creations and just being weak minded and brainwashed since kindergarten, they're able to walk in this fake world while this evil world is running parallel with it and actually controls it. And I've yep. just kind of, I've learned how to, um, balance that, you know, and, um, to me, it's it's easy to do, but it's hard to do when you have people in your life. Like uh, I was married, and I had my daughter, and I had to yeah. trust that person to think like me sometimes. And this person was a complete normie, even though they thought that they weren't. And so, you know, eventually yep. that, and that was my only downfall. This last, you know part of my leg of my life is that I, I allowed someone into my life that wasn't mentally, physically, and spiritually equipped for what was going on in the world. And uh, yep. I, I did hit. the, I just did the same thing. I, you know, but I didn't end up having the child out of it. So I feel yeah. like, you know, I've kind of been saved from that situation. I can't imagine how much worse oh, it would yeah. be if I had a young child, you know, who's under the control of this person in this <clears throat> point in time, man. <laughs> You you know what like, real fast about that is like um, my ex is from Ukraine. She's from Eastern Ukraine, which so she's Russian. She speaks Russian. She thinks Russian. And what what's interesting is that um, after the fall of the Soviet Union, uh, millions and millions of Eastern Europeans came to America, and uh, they're very, they, people don't realize they're not just communists. They they grew up under communism, so they're even though they might pretend that, you know, they, they think like an American and they act like American in terms of like, you know, freedom and doing your own thing. Mm -hmm. When you, when you really get to know some of these people, um, you'll find out that, you know, their parents work for the government and they went to government, you know, uh, socialist communist schools. So they're really like pro government and, you know, but they pretend that they're not. Mm -hmm. And so when I was with my ex, I'm not some like patriot flag waving guy. I'm I'm I am a gypsy. I'm under the radar. I I don't believe in any any of that because I know it's all bullshit. Everything in this country is foundationless. But you know, I I like freedom. I like doing my own thing, and I you know I like being a good person. I don't like evil. And uh, I was trying to teach my wife how to you know think like me to an extent because I saw that she was very communist minded, which is communalism and, you know, and the government and, you know, doing all these things to where you're out in the open, you know? And, um, like, it's crazy because I've always known since I was little, you don't take vaccinations because you don't know what's in it. And the person mm -hmm. that wants to give it to you is the government. And it's yep. like, the government's evil, you know, it's evil. <laughs> How do you not know this? So I was teaching my wife this and she, she was so evil that she just decided that I'll just pretend to Giovanni that I believe in everything he's saying and I'll do everything to the contrary. And so when my wife took off, she stole my daughter. It's a crazy mm -hmm. story. I'll have to do, we could do a whole show about it. But um, I went into action and I've been fighting for three years, but she stole my daughter. And so I had no rights to her and I had to file for custody. Once I got all that, 
custody and everything, and that took about two and a half years. I was given the right to, like, my daughter's medical records, her school records. And so first thing I did is I go down to the uh, medical office where my daughter goes to, and uh, this is about three months before COVID-19, you know, just, just came out of nowhere. And I go into the office and I walk in and I get her medical records. And, and the first thing I see is her immunization document. And my wife mm-hmm. had been uh, giving her shots since she was two and had given her 17 shots. Yep. And I, that's, that's dude, crazy, I was man. like, yeah. And it, it's like, it, and all of a sudden I start remembering the days, like my wife would say, I'm going to take, uh, my daughter's name is Ahava. She go, I'm going to take Ahava to visit grandma, you know, and, that was one of the days she was taking her in to get her a shot. You know, so wow! Like, oh, Even crazy. while you were together, she was doing that. Damn, dude, yeah, that's what, was, crazy. what was crazy? I have a photographic memory, and like as I'm going through this list, I'm like, you know, November seventeenth, you know, to you know, and I'm looking at the date, and I'm like, motherfucker, that's when she took, you know, when she took my stepson and my daughter to go to yeah. the zoo. Or so that's just it's and, just an and, example and, of how how evil can exist and and be so and appear so much to not to not be evil right and yeah. you know part of that is that we want to believe that they're not evil you know and, and it's kind of like the fauci stuff you know it's so like fauci this guy is like the epitome of evil and of, of a liar and, and not and and like like enjoying that he's leading so many people to horrible deaths and, and yeah. so much sorrow and it's just like we don't want to believe these people exist. And the fact that we don't want to believe they exist allows them into our lives and allows them yeah. to affect our lives in these horrible ways. Exactly. Exactly. And, um, I don't like, like I said, like when you brought up Fauci and just like, and you were describing that, um, this is a person that just wants pain and death and destruction. One of the things about a demon, it, it, it like, and there's people get demonically possessed and there's a perfect possession. It's where the, the person is at home with the demon and that's, you know, like a Gates or a Fauci. It's like, you know, you know, this person's demonically possessed, but they're happy with that, 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 um, that relationship. And then you got other people that are possessed that fight it, you know, but, um, that's how I felt when I found out my ex had taken my daughter and gotten her, gotten her 17 shots. Cause I was mm-hmm. like, I, I knew my wife, was evil to an extent you know but i figured that the common denominator was the, the children like like who who would do something like that to a child let alone lie to the other person yeah. involved i.e mm-hmm. the dad and do that behind their back just to pretend and i in right and even to use I, her own daughter against you you know to even harm the yeah, daughter to as right, leverage because yeah, like, they, they know yeah. that you wouldn't you wouldn't want that harm to come to the daughter. I, I was, I was in, like I said, for me to be able to pull one over on me, you got to wake up pretty early in the morning to do it. But with my ex, <laughs> she, well, she, she was able to do it with the children. You know what I mean? Yep. Like when, when I met her, she had a, a, a two and two and a half year old son that I pretty much adopted and raises my own. And because I had such a bad childhood, my weakness is children. I'm not, it's not that I like, I run out there and dress up as a clown and entertain children. I don't want to hang out with children. It's just my, like, 
my my weak spot is children. You know what I mean? Like well, it's, my it's like they're still human. Children. That's the that's the thing about yeah, human children. It, it, they're it, still an actual genuine person. You know, and humans, adults could be like that, but it, most adults have had it beaten out of them. So it's like it's you yeah. never find it there, and they're just just like, yeah. why would I want to be around you? You're basically a miserable ball of programming. Yeah. It's it's like with animals too. Like when you got like when somebody you see their 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 best friend and companion is an animal, a cat or a dog, and it's like, you know, that cat, animal, or dog isn't and can't be tainted like an adult can. And that's like how children are. They're they're so vulnerable and weak that we just all have an obligation to protect them. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. It's just a natural thing. And I didn't realize I even had that in me until I had a child but until you know i adopted my son when he was like two and a half and here i've got this woman in our life that uh, she was just i don't know she was just not a good person but she used the child to string me along which is fine i i enjoyed waking up and stepping on toys you know like that was cool to me that was that i that made me feel complete and more like a human and, and, and for my purpose being here you know, when my ex did that with the vaccinations, it devastated me. And it's just like you said, with what's going on in the world right now, um, you have these benefactors that are, you know, gleefully and willingly and happily doing it. And they know they're playing Russian roulette, but they're still willing to do it. You know, it, you know, and, and you got to ask yourself. Oh, go ahead. Sorry. When we live in a world which is full of people, and I mean full, yeah. full of people who are that evil and, you know, willing to lie and, and do horrible things. Uh, and, you know, last night I was listening to, uh, before I go to bed, you know, because it gets dark so early, I just start listening to like a four-hour Alan Watt lecture, you know, like one of the last ones he did. And I'm just like, dude, this is, it's just like there's no, we're in such a bad situation. It's like hard to have any hope at all. And I'm just yeah. like, what are, what are your thoughts on that? <laughs> well, the, 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 this is the thing. I know exactly what you're talking about. Is like your first instinct is like, okay, I have to fight this. Okay, who do you fight? You know, and, and then when you look at this little structure, this little pyramid they, they've set up, when you really think about it, to get to the center of the Tootsie Pop, you know, and kick some ass, you got to go through three or four layers. You got to go through the people around you, the, 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 the retards around us. Then you got law, you, then you got law enforcement, every branch you could think of. And then you got military and then you got scale our fucking star yep. Trek weapons to even yep. get. So it's like, okay, we can't go after who we need to go after. And even say we want to go and like, you know, show up at the sheriff's office and tell them, Hey, you need to do your job. This is what's happening. You know, you would have to go through layers of regular people and the administrative and the bureaucrat. It's just, it's so many layers. And so you get so frustrated and angry. A lot of people will go and make a video and be like, I'm going to kill this person and do this and do that. And it's like, Oh man, you just fucked up. Now they're coming for you. You know what I mean? <laughs> I tell people, I tell people all the time, they're like, I'm gonna fuck it. And it's like, oh, and, uh, but Alan Watt, would, Alan, Alan Watt would say this. Alan Watt would say this. Uh, I'll send you a link uh, when I find it. He would talk about, uh, he would watch a beaver. He was given this metaphor, and a beaver 
would swim out and it, and it would it was like um it would it would to drop a tree and do what beavers do but he would sit and watch it cut the tree a big huge tree and he would have this tree on like a pencil you know and and, 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 and he would make the tree fall exactly where he wanted it to fall. And, he, you know, and, the, and the beaver didn't need an audience. It didn't need this. It didn't need that. It was just focused on its task. And then he associated to that, to if people want to fight this, you got to be like the beaver. You, know? you, you don't need applause. You don't need this. You don't need that. You just need to go out there and drop the tree. It's going to take some time. But, you know, you're – it's all about, you know, putting your energy in the right place and just little by little by little. Yep. And the next thing you know, this big, huge tree will drop, you know? Yeah. So I, I could see that as, uh, I mean, there's kind of the one side of that is that you, you just got to work at it and kind of uh, see and trust that other people are going to work at it too. And, and yeah. overall that that will make a difference. But, the, you know, the beaver thing also calls up for me an idea, which actually he kind of, Alan Watt actually kind of, portrayed in the thing i listened last night was sort of this idea of okay maybe go do your own thing you know go off yeah. into the woods and be a beaver and fucking <laughs> drop logs for fun you know and and don't have an internet maybe have books and and stuff it's like like how much do you think of that is a viable solution or do you think that we need to stay kind of nose to the grindstone here i i i think like okay See, that's the, from me studying Alan Watt. I, I, I've been doing truck driving for like three years, and I, I listen to Alan Watt every, every day for eight hours a day for like two years, thousands of hours of his show. And uh, that kind of seems like what he did. Um, he probably has an IQ like 185. Like he, he talks about his history and growing up, and he started studying this. So you realize this guy was way above average in, in, in actual IQ intellect. And um, he got very interested in this stuff because he grew up in Scotland under the UK control and being fucked over and screwed over and seeing things that even adults couldn't see. And he just walked into a library, an adult library, when he was five years old. And um, because he was a gifted child, he talked about that he just went into the um, the books written by the elites talking about the who, what, when, where, and why and going to, and going to the, 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 you know, cross-reference books because he realized when he was at school, every all the histories that are being taught is bullshit and what he physically and actually sees out in the real world because of where he was living. That's kind of what he did. And um, that's a good idea. I, 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 I would respect doing it. It just seems that with what's going on in the world right now, um, that wouldn't be a good idea because it's like we need, if someone is uh, grounded enough to even want to do that, like you, for instance, it shows you have, you know, spirit, you have chutzpah, you have something that a lot of people don't, you know what I mean, because you don't need all this bullshit. But you're a very smart in, in, intellectual guy, and we need every dog in the fight right now, you know what I mean? Yeah. And it's not really an obligation. You know, it's not like I'm like, oh, I'm coming out here making videos because I feel obligated. It's more it's more like uh, we're under attack. Yeah. So all all hands on deck. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And that's that's what I liked about your videos is um, I kind of saw what you were doing. And um, and I'm looking at, you know, like. This guy, is, he's not just some flake hippie guy, you know, smoking weed and running around with love beads. 
he he seems like he's got a high he's got a high IQ and then the next time I saw one of your videos you were talking about being like a computer guy and you know like you know and I'm like oh okay there it is you know what I mean so this guy he, you know he's not just some hippie that grew up you know walking around the earth barefoot this guy is a you know not that there's anything wrong with that I'm just saying that yeah you're very highly intelligent you know what I mean. And yeah, so there's I, a I lot of like, superficiality that generally comes with those types of things, which, you know, people call me yeah, hippie, and I'm like, I, I don't think of myself as hippie at all. I guess I got a long beard. But, uh, but yeah, no, I mean, yeah, you, the people who are out there who are, are shallow, who have, like, kind of those attributes of a hippie and stuff, you yeah. know, it's just like they're just, they're just putting on a show, and so that's not really even exactly. the – not even the real thing. That's, so, what I liked, that, that's what I liked about you is I saw you, and I'm like, this guy's not – this guy could have a nice car, a nice house. You know, I, I heard what you were talking about. I'm like, he could have a couple girlfriends. He could, you know, this, and he, he doesn't want that. And I was like, yeah, and I know why, because it, it'll, it's fucking bullshit. It'll, it'll kill him. It'll destroy him. He wants to just be at peace and enjoy life and walk around the desert and eat cactuses and live in tents to <laughs> reground himself. Yep. You know what I mean? I'm like, this, yep. this guy wants to reground himself. Like, wow. You know, cool. Yep. So, so part of my, the reason I do what I do is because I'm trying to survive what's coming. And I'm just like, as a, kind of back to the question that I asked you a second ago is, you know, it's, it looks pretty dire. You know, it's just like, oh, it looks like, oh, maybe maybe Trump will come back and save the Christians. It's just like, yeah, but that's part of the plan. And then there, and then there's another thing after that. It's like the, the control that we are under here is super super advanced and it's just like i'm just like i'm just like an ant who's trying to stop a giant from stepping on its you know ant heel and it's just like yeah yeah so but at the same time we got to do something about it it's like what we got to do something and and but then i'm like listen to alan watt you know he's been immersed in this stuff for a long time and he's almost it almost feels like he doesn't he doesn't think there is any hope he thinks that it's just this is just the plight of humanity. Is you think you've listened to him more? Do you think that's accurate yeah. to what you think? You're you're right. He, okay, this is okay. Like I said, I've got thousands of hours under my belt. I, I've read. I, I've ordered. You know his books and stuff like that. What I've realized, and, and I, this is how I relate to Alan Watt, is um, he doesn't have any faith in man, especially in their human nature which I don't either. And, and there's not a lot of people that can wrap their brain around that because they're so caught up in, in, in this narcissistic, narcissistic culture, me, 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 me stuff. Mm-hmm. He realized that in order to have a working society, you know, you have to have people involved and in caring about each other and looking out for each other. Not, and that's where a lot of the, where I get mad at Christians is, is they're like, well, we're just going to be like that with everybody. And it's like, you can't be like that with, with psychopaths and with evil people. You, you have to deal with them. And Alan Watt would even talk about that. And um, so you have so many of these people that, you know, there's so many groups of people with so many different ways of thinking and so many different beliefs that at the end of the day, Alan would talk about that all it would take is if enough people would just wake up and see what's going on and find that spark within them and, mm-hmm. and, and take that spark and that energy and direct it at what it needs to be directed at and stop it and destroy it in its, in its footsteps. 
and you wouldn't even have to do it with guns and knives and fists. If enough people just woke up and got it, it would yep. stop and collapse in on itself. But because of human nature and him having a very, you know, uh, exciting life, he's, he's got a lot of life experience. It, it's, it's depressing, but, you know, the, 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 the probability of people doing that are so small. And as you know, if you go out in the public and you look at people, I go all over the country doing truck driving, you know, and God bless everybody, but, you know, I have to call a spade a spade. People are fucking retards <laughs> and they're happy. They're, but they're happy about it. Like, like you go out and you see these people in like, in, like I said, it has to do with this narcissistic, narcissistic culture to where, you know, people think that they're important and that they're this and that they're that. And on top of that, they're fucking total retards. And it's like yeah. a badge of honor. And then you're thinking like, fuck, how, how are we, how are we going to turn this around when, you know, the majority of the people in the world, especially in this country are fucking retards. Yeah. And, and if you try and help them, they turn on you. Right. So it's just like, I, I don't know oh, if you yeah. see my latest videos, but kind of broaching the question, like, should we just like let the slave masters have their willing slaves and have like a, a mutual, like, okay, we free people over here. Will allow you yeah. to have your slaves since they wanted to be slaves anyways. As long as you don't fuck with us, like, do you think that that's a viable solution? Well, Alan would talk about that too. Like, Alan was very direct and indirect about some things. Like, there was a lot of uh, radio. There, there was a lot of truth movement people that he would warn people about, but he would never say their name. I.e., Alex Jones. I.e., David Icke. Those guys are one hundred percent Pied Piper. And he would expose them for, you know, shields, working for the, you know, they're the dialectic. They're the leaders of, you know, the, the masses that hearts are in the right place, but their brains are fucking mush. Mm-hmm. And so he directly would indirectly do things. Me, I'm directly going to go, these people are fucking idiots. They should be dead. Alex Jones is a piece of shit. David Icke is a fucking liar. But he, Alan would do it indirectly. And directly, and when I would listen to it, he would say that you know, answering your question that um, uh, you can't put yourself in harm's way to try to save somebody that would hurt you if you try to help them, you know. Yeah. And, and you see that in our society, it's like the the analogy of the drowning person. You go out there to try to help them, and they start fucking drowning you. You know, yep. okay, I'm gonna try one more yep. time, and then maybe the third time, it's like this cocksucker's gonna fucking drown me. You know, and yeah, on shore, on shore, you got a two children and a wife that's not a piece of shit and a dog. You know, it's like what are you gonna do? You know, so you got to start thinking not as being uh, selfish, but you know, thinking about your own self preservation because we all. That's the thing is, Alan would talk about is um, the first. Trinity, the real Trinity, before the churches took it over, was was it wasn't uh, what Father, Son, and the Holy Ghost. It used to be body, soul, and spirit. And you're born with the body, you're born with the soul, and you're here to connect with your spirit. Your your mission here is to find your spirit, and that means that's your spark. That's that's when you find out what you're here to do. 
and we all go outside of that trying to, you know, get involved in other people's uh, journeys and pathways and interact and do this and do that, if someone's not going to wake up and realize that they're here to find their own spirit and do something with that spirit and, and battle and fight and struggle and do the right thing for everyone around them, you know, then it's just going to be chaos and hell on earth. But, so, yeah, but if, if, if our effort is going to be successful, does it look like a situation where we, you know, free people who, you know, we shoot people who call us slaves. That's, that's what we are. We're free people. Anyone who comes around saying that we're their slave, we shoot them. Right. So yes, that's, yeah, that yeah. is, yeah. that is what we are. And can we, can we, do we succeed in a situation where that happens and the Borg, you know, merging of the slaves with their controllers? Can that co can those two worlds coexist on the same planet? Right. Or is it really a there can be only one type situation? You, you know, what's interesting. Like you, you just said all that stuff that you said, a, a, a regular normie would think you are fucking out of your mind. Right. And, and <laughs> yeah. You just said to me. But what you just said to me, as soon as you got done saying it, I, 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 my brain said, you know, said, that's going to happen. Like, that's actually, like, we're actually going to prop, more than likely witness that. That's what's going on. That's where they're going with this. And it's so essentially asking, already like that. But the question is, do we yeah. allow it to, to reach a stability and, uh, and to become more uh, solid and and can can that exist long term or does it eventually always going to lead to a you know one side thinks they're more powerful and they're they're just not going to put up with the other side and so they're gonna you know see that that's race shit. that's human nature yeah human nature and a person being evil or, or a psychopath that's what they want to do you know they they want one side they want one control and then you know you got people like us that can be good but we can be bad also you know what i mean where we're right in the middle you know mm -hmm. and we can reciprocate with that evil and try to stop it but as, as far as like a schism and, and, and going off and doing our own thing um before we do that physically and I, i've kind of already done it is is we're gonna have to do that mentally you know what i mean like yeah. you know we're, we're all energy units and we're tied into each other through energy and what i've been doing to keep my sanity in a God bless me for having this job because it keeps me going, you know, doing trucking. I'm going, I stop, I go. Is uh, I'm mentally and uh, spiritually disconnecting from, you know, people that I know are very dangerous to me. You know, like the normies and, and, and all the people out there that are getting vaccinated and, you know, it, because right now I physically can't just, you know, get away from them. I would like to. And I've noticed that when I mentally, physically, and spiritually disconnect from them, it's really helping me with seeing the big picture and where we're going to be going with all this. But it's going to come down, like I said, it's, it's eventually going to come down to where, you know, we're going to see violence. And I, I do not like violence, even though, you know, I, I, could, I grew up in a crazy world and I'm very capable of, of reciprocating to someone committing violence against me. I don't yeah. like it. Don't we'll see it. we'll see violence. I mean, we're going to go through the phase where the dollar collapses yeah. and there's no food and we're going to see that type of violence, but then there's going to after that and that's all to bring about this this new system is you know they they're, yeah. they're going to come in and they're going to say, "We'll save you from this hell world 
which we, by the way, we pushed you into it, but we'll save you with it, you know, from it with this, you know, you got to be, we get to inject you with whatever we want, whenever we want to. And, you know, you live in a virtual world and you have to follow these rules. You can't say certain things. And it's just like, yeah. that will reach a stable point because that's their goal. They want to reach a stable point where they've gotten rid of most people and everyone else is left is you know totally controlled and uh, basically i'm asking like at that point can we reach a state of the free men and the cyborg mind can they exist on the world at the same time or will even in that situation even when both sides have enough food and they're not worried about stuff like that will violence arise it, it, it will and you see it now with like the face mask people um you know when like you're a very intuitive and empathic psychic guy and so am i and when i see people in face masks and the normies and stuff like that i can see and sense hatred and destruction oh, yeah. directed Dude. at me because yep. i'm not following their protocol totally and it's like it's like if they yeah, if, so if their comrades would give them permission, right? If every whether oh, one of your friends were like them, once that permission is given, these people are going to be oh. completely vicious, like biting your throat yeah, you out. You you can like I say with me, um, I could walk in somewhere and 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 just someone's energy or body language, and especially if I get a look at your eyes. And if you're someone with bad intentions, especially directed at me for whatever reason, I know what the fuck you're thinking. I, you know, not, I can't write down what you're thinking. You're not telling me verbatim in words. Mm -hmm. I can feel it. Yep. And that's what these, you see it. And so when you see everything that's going on, go, going on out in the world today, it's, it's, um, it's, um, you know, it's, it's, it's a pre plan. You know, it's, it's going to happen. But that's that's because they're, that's because their controllers are, basically making them do that and that it's an advantage to the it's a to their advantage to do that the, the controllers yeah. to make them hate us but is it possible to reach a situation where we've been like hey controllers you do you uh but don't fuck with us and that means make or sure we, that your minions don't fuck with us either and so that they'll make their minions yeah. not hate us in that way well the only way that would be able to happen like if there was a schism like that to where all the awake people were able to go this way, and then all the retards went with the, the elites who, you know, can control them like puppets. It all comes, like, like I said, it, it, people don't like to think about this, but at the end of the day, it all comes down to muscle. Who can kick who's ass? I mean, that, that's how it's been our entire lives since the beginning of time. You could be the nicest, peaceful, loving group in the world, but there's always going to be a group out there that's going to want to take you over. So what I think but, if we're able to split like that, we're going to need to start retraining people to, uh, you know, be able to physically and mentally right. ward off and fight off and extinguish evil yeah. people. Every or person should have a rifle that. over their shoulder or at least every, everybody should be like, like I always think about the, the Spartans, you know what I mean? Like, um, you know, these people from, you know, cradle to grave train to be warriors. And, and you look at that and go, ah, that's a little, that's a little crazy, but it's like, not really because, you know, they were the only people that were able to fight off 
yeah. this evil elite system for a hundred and something years, and then they ended up losing because you know it was, it was like a billion to one in odds. Mm-hmm. But if, if you don't have the muscle at the end of the day, eventually somebody with the guns and, and rocks and hammers and scissors, they're going to come for you. And if you're too nice, they're going to yeah. take your shit. You know, and it's just like now everything's good. People have food. People are happy. You know, I'm talking to you on a cell phone and, you know, I'm drinking a cup of coffee. But it, it, when it comes down to where we don't have any of that and this guy's hungry, this guy's thirsty, mm-hmm. this guy's horny, and, you know, and that yeah. guy's evil. You know what I mean? It's like, yeah. you know, it's like people do, at you know? the moment, at the moment, like people think that we're in a really bad situation. Like they think it's so bad. And I'm just like, Oh my gosh, you people, we haven't even really started. Right. Like, do you know what's going to happen when there's no food, when you can't go to your bank? Uh, Even if you have food where you are, you're going to have people coming by your house and gangs with guns to take it from you. You got plans for that? Like, like this, this situation is going super serious and there's no way we're, we're avoiding that. And people are like, Oh, it's so bad right now. I'm just like, it's not. <laughs> Not even close, man. But that—that's the thing. Is like when I look at my life and how fucked up it was, and all the bad shit. I—I've survived a gunshot injury. I almost died from. I've been in probably a hundred fights. You know what I mean? And I'm not bragging about that. I wish I didn't have any of that happen. I've had stitches and I've had that rhinoplasty surgery. And but I look at everything that's going on in the world right now, and um, all of that eventually is going to come in handy to protect myself and my daughter because there's people out there that are going to come and try to take my shit because mm-hmm. I might have a couple cans of tuna or, you know, or, or a radio or something like that. And it, like I said, everybody's nice and respectful and happy when the situation they're faced with is, you know, compatible with, with the easy, uh, world you know when they have everything they need you take that away and a person you thought was a good person can turn into an evil person you know and that's mm-hmm. where intuition and logic and critical thinking are very valuable to have and a lot of people we're all born with it everybody's born very intuitive and psychic like, like with children like you know they're very psychic and intuitive that's why because um, i'm in the paranormal um, children are see ghosts and hear ghosts more than the adults do because they're like you said their brains aren't altered and programmed into a certain way so they operate on a different you know wavelength you know mm-hmm. they're more in reality than we are um and uh, they're very psychic and intuitive and the people that have been able to hold on to that because that that was part of that was in our dna not just so we could do tarot readings and palm readings for people. It was for survival. So you could feel and understand and through energies and stuff, who, you know, who you need to worry about and who's evil and who you can unite with. And, you know, there, there's so yeah. many advantages. That's guys why they like train you that out of us. Yeah. They started in kindergarten. It's like, that's why they teach you the ABCs. They're trying to make you into a, um, like I always, I like this analogy, you know, they want to make you a checkers player, you know, where you're playing checkers. Whereas, you know, I want to be a chess player. You know what I mean? I, I want to have multiple chess games going on at once, you know, whereas it's, they just want you to think, you know, one or the other. So that's another thing is, is, Oh, go ahead. 
So I, I just uh, to get just the simple answer of like, okay, yeah. so let's say we win. Does in the world where we are most likely to win, is it the world where we work side by side with the AI machine, which is kind of what the Matrix trilogy is getting us to think? Or is it, or is the is it the future where uh, we said no, no one, there will be no slaves and there will be no slave masters? Like which world that, is the success? Or is it the one like, to where go the, the 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 one the one to where humans step up, they take back their humanity, they realize that they're you know created by something a lot more special than an elite or whatever the fuck these creatures are. Mm-hmm. In that we go back to a more simple, nomadic, tribalistic, you know, tougher people. And um, like I said, if we're able to turn this around and go back to where, you know, you got these people that just want to have a normal life and be happy and kind of live off the land and get rid of all this technology, maybe keep a little bit of it because some of it's convenient, but just get back to the nuts and bolts of what it means to be a human. Mm-hmm. You know, and realize that, you know, we can't abort babies and, and, and act like we're not murdering children. You know what I mean? We, we yep. can't do that. But we're, we're going to have to. The, the sad thing is this. If we turn this around and people like you and I get together and we, there's, enough, there's enough of us to where we can make a dent on something, we're going to have to literally for like one generation uh, extinguish you know, things and people that are evil, because if we don't, they'll just come back and do it all over again. That's, that's what I think has happened is that there's been other ages and this is just repeating itself. There's always Mm -hmm. been elite. They have the knowledge from the past. They have all the archives. They have all the, you know, that's why they have all the technology. They get it from past civilizations. And then there's this clash of the Titans the elites destroy everything and they survive in mountains. Now they got underground bunkers. If I think if we get a chance to do what you're, you're talking about, like, like, you know, succeed, uh, succeed and do a schism for our children and for our families and the people that came before us and the people that came after us, as hard as it's going to be as sad and disgusting as it's going to be, we're going to have to spend a whole entire generation extinguishing psychopaths and demonically possessed people from the face of this earth and uh that's going to be you know can you imagine you know like yeah and and people people might think that you know that's kind of a shocking statement but it's just like well that's just the right to self-defense right and you know personally i i think that on an individual level we still need to maintain a system of uh, we need to prove that this person knowingly and continued to knowingly cause harm before anything serious occurs to that individual. But I think I agree yeah. with you that those people need to be identified and those people need to be removed. That's what Alan Watt would say in his talks, because he studied these people for, you know, 20, 30 years. Like, uh, can you imagine studying these people? with 185 IQ, you know what I mean? So he, he, like when he would, when he says something about these people or what they're going to do, you know, he's able to go where their minds went because, you know, these people aren't stupid. 
you know, you know he talks he, he talks about the neutral man who comes around every generation he, yeah. he called i think hg yeah. wells was the neutral man was alan watt a neutral man because i kind of get the feeling that he almost you know just you know isn't actually too worried about solving the situation do you have this i gotten the wrong impression there kind of and, and, and that's not your fault because like i said you, you got to listen to this guy from the beginning I'll just give you a real quick synopsis of Alan Watt. Alan Watt was born in a Scotland under, you know, UK rule to like a poor family. Um, he was a gifted child, which means he was a genius. And, you know, at five years old, he started to study all this. Um, he was brought up into the upper enchilon of education because he had all these scholarships thrown at him because he was a genius. And, um, he's just one of these people that he wasn't evil or bad. And he, you know, he, and so he would study things and look into things to try to figure out why, why is it like this? Who's doing it? Where, wh where are they going with this? And so he started to get older and uh, he went, oh, see a lot of people don't notice. I noticed because I've listened to shows that you, I don't even think you could get on his website anymore when he was uh he graduated school when he was real young and he went into medical he was a doctor and the doctor business was so corrupt in him you know like he's one of these guys like like a prophet type person just a good person i don't know what he believes in i don't think that matters he's just a genuinely good person that cared about humanity understood that human nature is shit but humanity in general doesn't deserve what's happening here. And so he quit being a doctor because he, he couldn't put up with um, the corruption. And uh, he was, um, he went on to be a musician and he was at the highest, he was, yeah, this is how interesting this guy is. He was at the highest level. Like he knew um, every big band you could think of. Like, um, I mean, what, like the Eagles and all these bands, he wrote, he was a songwriter and he wouldn't do contracts. And so he started to see the, the, the culture creation business that mm. Plato would talk about, like the music mm -hmm. and stuff. And he was high up. He wasn't just some fucking, you know, some retard playing, you know, he, he was the man. And so he was deep in the game. He knew like Led Zeppelin and all those people. And he like would, go to parties at Jimmy Page's house where Alistair Crowley lived, who started the OTO. And um, so he was really deep into the game, so to say. And in that world of these kind of elite people, he was meeting a lot of the communists that were coming back and forth from, you know, Russia, from England. And because he was all traveling all over the world, like filling in for musicians that couldn't play because they were on drugs and high and he was writing music. I mean, he was, the, he was up there and, uh, he started to realize that, uh, communism is, it's not what they say it is. They're trying to spread this all over the world. Cause he would talk about communists coming to parties and they'd be like, yeah, I just came from Moscow and I'm going to England. And Alan would say, how the fuck did you get out of, how the fuck did you get out of Moscow if it's under communist control? And, and, mm -hmm. and the person would say, huh. I, you know, I, I work for the government. I go back and forth between England and Moscow University and, and teach communism. And, um, and so he saw all this shit. He was in the music industry. He was deep in the game. He, he, he understood all this. 
And then he started to see where this was all going, and he started to listen. He, he started to listen to like talk radio shows to where people were talking about what was kind of going on, but nobody had their finger on it because nobody had did the research like he did. And how he got started doing this Alan Watts show and, 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 and putting out the information was he, he had a lot of money. He had a lot of good things going for him. He had a really easy life, but he knew too much. He experienced all the shady shit that the, the elites were doing through the music industry and through communism and all this stuff because he was high up in the music industry where they use those guys for tools and weapons to, you know, fuck the, the youth up. And he called into a radio show one night <clears throat> and he explained because people were, that he was like, they were talking about the problems, but they didn't understand what led up to it and where they were going with it. And he called up to a radio show and he started to explain about these elites and their plans and how it's probably been going on for thousands, if not hundreds of thousands of years to where their mm -hmm. end game is to eventually enslave the human race, recreate the human, mix the X and Y chromosome to create hermaphrodites, which are the perfect working slave and do away with regular human beings as it is. The elites will keep their, um, their oneness, you know, they're, they're not going to alter themselves, but they'll alter us, eventually do away with everybody. And what will be remaining are hermaphrodites and there'll mm. be no conflict or no problems or people having babies or all these problems that they see. And he called in and explained this on a radio show and uh, the people were like, holy shit, this is crazy. Then he started to go deeper into it in, in doing radio shows and giving out the sources so people could look into it. And then they just went from there. And that's why you have everybody in the world, you know, talking about the, the elites and, and communism and, 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 and occultism and Freemasonry. He was actually the guy that pioneered it. And uh, that's how he got started doing all this. And so he gave up doing the music stuff and um, devoted his life to it. And he even said, um, and that's how you know he was such a good guy. He's not somebody who goes like, oh, I love Jesus or I love God. He said, I know something and I can't sit on it because it, it, it would be like, you know, if you knew an innocent person was going to be, you know, massacred and murdered, you know, and you knew about it, you know, you would, if you're a decent person, you'd be obligated to say something. And that's what he did. Is, is, you know? yeah. And so he stood up for humanity and um, basically made himself almost poor, lived off donations. And he devoted 20 something years of his life of giving lectures that are based on sources. And you'd, like, it's none of it is bullshit. And he would say, mm -hmm. when you fight this, you can't, you have to be so precise and exact because if you say one thing that's wrong, they'll destroy you. And so that's, he's never been able, no one's ever been able to discredit him because you can look up everything he says. And so that was kind of, you know, his little thing. He, and he died fighting this. I mean, he didn't, you know, he didn't, somebody didn't come in and assassinate him, but I mean, he, every week for 20 years would do those radio shows and research and, as you said, you listen to it, and if you have the mind and the ears to hear and the eyes to see, it's it's jaw dropping yep. and life saving, you know. Yep. And so, do you do you think do you think he died naturally? How do you think he died? 
okay, this this is what I know. Um, I was like, I was emailing back. A lot of people were emailing Al a lot. Like, I'm not saying I had this like personal relationship with them, um, but I would email him back and forth. And then I started to send him donations. And like in the donations, um, from listening to Alan, I understood his personality. He was like, you know, like I'm a little eccentric and I'll say crazy shit to people, you know? And so I would just write letter, like I would write a card to him and say, you know, Hey Alan, you know, this is Giovanni. Uh, you have fucking shit for brains, you know, or something like that. And I, then I would say, yeah, I'd say, yeah, you got fucking shit for brains and, and your mom must've been some Scottish, uh, you know, a gypsy. And you, you know, like I would just say crazy shit. And then I would finish it with, no, I'm just joking. I love you. And, what you're putting out there is putting all the pieces of this puzzle together. I'm a dad. And what you're saying to me is going to help me survive and hopefully protect my daughter from what's coming. Mm-hmm. And um, so he would respond back on email. And, Cause like I, I was somebody that stood out to him, you know? Yep. And so yep. when he died, um, okay. So like the day he died, I woke up to listen to a show and, it wasn't on and I knew something happened. And then like, I, like a, a couple hours later, uh, Neil, fuck, I forget his name. He does a, a radio show, did a, did a thing and said, you know, Alan just passed away. And I, I fell into tears, dude. Like, I, like, I felt like, you know, my, you know, grandma died. Mm-hmm. And, um, so I looked into it. it Neil Foster did it, did, did a, did a show that day. And he said, it was weird because he goes, he was going to say how Alan died. And then he goes, no, no, it's not my place. You know, because he has so much respect for him. I'm like, what? And so I was curious too, how the fuck did he die, you know? And so I was emailing his old email address because the people, he has like a couple friends that were living with him, I think are females that are, they're still keeping his website going is still selling his books and they're still putting out those shows that you hear that you just listened to last night. Mm-hmm. And, um, I emailed them and I didn't want to ask him out of respect, but, um, they just kind of made it sound like, uh, he just died unexpectedly at his house. And, um, who knows? You know what I mean? Like with the technology that they have that Alan would talk about, um, you know, they could have got sick of his shit. And they have gotten sick of his shit. I've, I've heard interviews to wait, you know, he, he's had, Alan has had, uh, you know, the unmarked SUVs pull up to his house. Um, he's had the threats. He's had his phone line and internet lines cut. In one place he was living at, he had a helicopter when he was doing a show. And you could hear this on one of his interviews. I'll try to find it for you. They threw like a, some kind of like, not a bomb or some kind of um, thing down his chimney that almost burnt his whole fucking house down. Damn. Like an incinerator type thing. Yeah, crazy shit. And, he, and like you hear this and you're thinking like, what? That sounds kind of far out. But it's him saying it. And so, you know. Anyway, so when you hear about him dying and no one knows how he died, Neil Foster was going to say how he died. And then he stopped himself and said, no, I'm not going to say it. it's not my place. I've sent messages to the people still running his website and indirectly asked without asking because I, I don't want to, you know, I don't know them good enough to, you know, to ask that. 
And um, no one really says exactly how he dies, except he just kind of died unexpectedly. But then what did they fucking hit him with a heart attack weapon? You know, it's easy to do. You know, mm-hmm. I mean, if they want to take somebody out, they could take somebody out. And he, like I said, he's one of those people that if enough smart people listen to him, forget about it. You're going to have people waking the fuck up. You know what I mean? So do you think there's uh, any percent chance that he would have done it himself? You know, what's crazy is, is um, intuitively in, 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 you know, thinking about it, using my intuition, I, I, that popped up in, in my mind. I, I can't say for sure. You don't, you never know what's going on. You know, you can't know a man until you walk a mile in his moccasins. You know what I mean? You mm-hmm. don't know. But it's yeah. funny you said that because I thought that, and, um, but I don't, that's, I don't know, because the week before he died, he was doing these four-hour shows. And um, I know in the past he had some um, something wrong with, with his lungs. Mm-hmm. And he got real sick, and it and I, um, I don't know, it it could have been anything, but I thought that too that maybe it could have been a suicide or it could have been a hit by the government or he just died yeah. naturally. But whoever's running his shit, whoever's still running, because uh, you could still go through cuttingthroughthematrix.com dot com and, and send emails, and the people that are running it are, are they're legit, they're they're his people. Yeah. I, I've I've uh, so I don't know. Another well, interesting thing thinking? about him is that he's uh. He's not really, you know, he doesn't even have a Wikipedia page. You know what I mean? It's just like, you know, he's, yeah. he's like not out there. You know, they don't, well, they don't, they don't, they don't, they don't like defame him or anything like that. It's just, he's just yeah. not there. Well, be, because like I said, he is the only person in the world. If if you want to find somebody that's still out there that puts out information that has a website that has books you could buy, the only person in the world that goes deep deep into everything and can explain it to where you can understand what's going on in the world right now, if you're willing to go down that 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 path, you know what mm-hmm. I mean, and so. Because he was so peace, like with me, if, 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 if I talk about the elites and about all this stuff that's going on, I'm going to say fuck about 30 times. I'm going to say, you know what I mean? I'm a nut, you know? Yeah. He would do it in like the most professional way to where like he would never say it. Um, you know, he, he never said anything to where you could go, we got to shut this guy down for hate speech or whatever. He was like, he was so poetic and perfect in that can only be done through someone with 180 IQ that has studied this for 30 years, you know? Yeah. And so in your, you, that's why as you've gone through a lot of his stuff, all the stuff I've seen, he's pretty much talking about recent human history. Does he ever uh, talk about ancient history? Like, what does he think about the whole alien this is, this, interference this, theory? This, this is what he would say about aliens because people would ask him about aliens they would say like do you think about aliens and alan would say look i'll say this because he continues to go I, I don't like to go there because he would say this is the thing about the aliens if there are aliens if there are little green guys or whatever and i'm not saying there is i'm not saying they're not if these people existed throughout the entire history that we have access to there's never been a record of them intervening on our behalf 
to stop all this evil stuff from happening. You know, mm-hmm. so he would say, "I'm not saying there is, I'm not saying there isn't, but there's no record. No one from outer space has ever came to us and said." There's these elites and they're doing all this sick shit and we want to help you with it, you know. So he goes, I put that out of my mind. And then, and then he would go, do I believe in UFOs? He goes, yeah, I've seen them in Area 51. The government makes them. And he would say, that's the technology. He would say there's three levels of technology. There's the shit that we have and then there's like a, a professor level and then there's the secret level. And that's where they have all the spaceships and everything. And then he would say... I don't need to go chasing lizards and, and aliens and all this shit because we have shit going on here on Earth that's just as sci-fi as any of that shit, but it's real, you know? Mm. <laughs> so it's like, but that's what he would say about aliens and stuff and then about ancient history and stuff. He basically would say that from his research, these people that are running shit, doing all this crazy shit, they go all the way back to the beginning of time, like in our time, like, you know, 6,000 years ago. Mm-hmm. But he would say that that's as far as we know it exists. He would go, he, he, he would say he believes these people go back hundreds of thousands, if not millions of years. And that this, is, this has been an ongoing process to try to get to where we're at today. And throughout all these ages and all these years and all this and all that, it's always been just a handful of people that have thrown a monkey wrench into the elite's plan and knocked it off course. Didn't stop it, but it knocked it off course and it gave us a breather and then they would just pick up where they left off and they would just keep going. And then, you know, that's kind of, that's where we're at right now. We're, we're at, we're, we're at a, a fork in the road. We're getting ready to face it again. And so the best we can hope for, there. the best we can hope for is a breather and, uh, yeah. And or you know the possibility is we could be the first humans to to completely fail and allow their entire exactly. agenda to happen. And I don't want to be those people. And he would say this. He would say from his study, this is the worst humans have ever been up against because of the technology and everything. You know, and 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 and, and how dumbed down people are compared to what they used to be a hundred, two hundred years ago. So. We have our work cut out for us, and um, I don't know. You know, it's just like I said. It, it, he lays it out there. If if people want to know the who, what, when, when, why, and where it came from, based on the stuff that exists, you know, there's a lot of stuff that doesn't exist. You got if you start with Alan Watt, and you put the time into it, um, what you learn from him, it'll help you survive what's happening. Like with me, I know everything, you know, I know what's going to happen next. I, I know what they're doing. It's not sci-fi to me, you know, it's, yep. it's all real. So, Yeah, well, he definitely seems pretty on point with my research, like everything he's saying and like, oh, yep. And he's, you know, everyone that I listen to, you know, there's always things that they say. I'm like, no, you're not right about that. But uh, with Alan, you know, it's hard to find anything like that. And just like, yep, 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 yeah. yep, correct, yep, yeah, yep. Totally. <laughs> yeah, totally. But cool. you know, like like I said, but the real, real, the, the 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 sad thing is this. The sad thing is this is like the I, I've talked to a few people and, and they're like, I listen to Alex Jones, you know, and I'm like, ah, I'm like that's not good, you know. I'm like, listen to this one show of Alan. Mm-hmm. And then talk to me about it. 
And if it's someone like you who has a brain in their head, you'll never listen to Alex Jones again. You'll start listening to Alan Watt because you hear something that, you know, not everybody could hear. But then you got the majority of the people, and I've tried this with a lot of people, they'll listen to that Alan Watt interview, and they didn't hear nothing. They're, they're like, yeah, that guy was fucking boring. And it's like, wow. <laughs> yeah. you I'm like, you didn't, you, like, you didn't, you, I can't explain. I'm like, you, you didn't get nothing from it? They're like, no, nah, I'm just going to go back to Alex Jones. And it's like, mm-hmm. see, that's what they've done to people's brains. You know, you've you, you got this fat fucking retard that talks about the most mainstream shit. And everybody goes, he's going to fix everything. He's crazy and he's wild and he's funny and I like him. And it's like, no, that's what he's meant to do. And it's like, I'm giving you something that's going to help you get out of this box. And you're mm-hmm. like, I didn't hear anything. He's a Scottish guy and he's hard to understand. And yeah, oh my God, how boring. I'm like, mm-hmm. wow. But then it, to me, I go, you know, hey, okay, you're a nice person. Fuck you. You're, you're, you're a cinder block that's been thrown to me when I'm drowning. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Fuck you. you know, like, I don't yeah. want you. Like, what, what good are you going to be to me? You know what I mean? Yeah, I think Alan, yeah, definitely is kind of an acquired taste to listen to. Um, I I actually like the way he talks. I feel like for me that the difficulty is that it's just like he just pounds you over and over and over and over and over and over again with things that are just like, oh, that's pretty bad. Oh, well, that's even worse. Well, that's even worse. And it's just like, oh, man, I feel so depressed. (laughs) No, that's what he would would say, but he would tell people like, you know, I'm just giving you the facts. I'm telling mm-hmm. you the truth. Yeah, he's and doing the right you have thing. An option. Yeah, he's doing the right thing. yeah it, but it's like you can either be complacent or apathetic and, and listen to people. And I'm not talking about you. I'm talking about like generally, you know, people. Mm-hmm. You can listen to the to the guys that have horns and bells and whistles and sing and dance, or you can listen to something that's totally a bummer and sad and scary. But if you are want to survive. That's if that doesn't motivate you to to get off the X and make a move and not be complacent and apathetic. Mm-hmm. What it what's going to you know? What I mean, yeah. he's giving it's you kinda, it's kind of a difference between the two groups. Yeah, it's people yeah. who are like want to know the truth, even yeah. if it's horrible, and then there's people who are just like, uh, you know, I just would rather live my life in a, an illusion and die, even if I know that my choosing to live in illusion is actually making the world worse. You know, and that's, that's, that's what like... my, 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 oh, go ahead. I'm sorry. Well, I was just going to call those people pieces of shit, but. <laughs> no, no, no. Like, I, I, like with my ex-wife, right? Like, I remember one time she was sitting there breastfeeding my daughter, right? You know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. you know, I, I was just like, like I, I treated my wife like gold, you know what I mean? Cause everything that went into my wife went into my daughter. And I remember she's sitting there breastfeeding my wife, wife one day. And I, I just, I just was looking at that going like, that's so beautiful. You know what I mean? Like and healthy and, you know, mm-hmm. and so I start talking to my wife about things that are going to be happening in the world. And we need to maybe get to a state to where, you know, it'll give us a little bit of room to, you know, weather this storm, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Cause we're living in California in a, she said to me, she goes, and this is, this is what most people do. It, you know, she, she, we're, we're talking and she goes, you know what? I don't even want to hear any of that. And I'm like, what are you talking about? This is about our survival. You know what I mean? And, and like I said, if she didn't have my little baby there, I fuck her. She could, I don't care. You know, but I was like, I have to bring her with me and I have to give her love and respect. And I'm telling her something that most people would think was crazy, but it's all happening now. And she says to me, she goes, I don't want to know. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah. I don't want to know. Shut up. You know, yep. and it's like, but you're breastfeeding my baby. You have my child. I have to take you with me. Yep. And so that's when I realized I'm like, fuck, this bitch is going to get us stuck here. And it's going to get so bad that, you know, I'm, I may not be able to get us out of here. And, and the reason I was having that talk with her is because I was listening to an Alan Watt one night. And he was saying that, uh, you know, the best thing to do right now before this tidal wave crashes down on everybody's head is to get to a place to where you've got some space around you. Mm-hmm. And you've got some time and some room to think. You know I mean, you don't want to be stuck in a place logistically or mentally no. or spiritually to where you're boxed in by wolves. You know. Yeah, and California so, is like the last place on earth I would I would want to be. Uh, that's where I'm at. That's that's my base of operations. <laughs> and uh, like I literally I, I I saw all this coming. I mean not. Psychically, I was like, they're going to fucking vaccinate everybody. But I, you know, through listening to Alan and using intuition and logic and critical thinking in, in the energies and, you know, and looking and watching and, you know, and, and having, I'm a street guy, I have street smarts. You know, I, know I, I, I can sense violence before it happens. I can sense, you know, I can sense somebody trying to assault me before it happens. And I'll be ready for it. And I, I was devastated when I, like with my wife, I was like, you know, I was opening up to her and going, you know, we need to be on high ground metaphorically. She goes, I don't want to know. And it's like, yep. and that's when you that's realize it. you made a giant mistake. Yeah, I, I, oh, went through man. The, I went through the same thing uh, recently, but uh, luckily I didn't have kids. So. Yeah, that, that's what the bummer is because it's like, all right, you know, good luck. You know what I mean? What yep. is when, when you have children and then, um, I I don't mean to keep talking about my about my divorcing, but my that's shortly after my ex literally legally stole my daughter, mm-hmm. and that's when I had to go through all this custody stuff. And I was like, oh, this is this is not a good time to be going through a custody battle and looking, you know, because they disappeared and all this fucking weird drama that women do, and then all of a sudden COVID hits, mm-hmm. and so I'm going through court stuff and and all this shit with the crazy person and all this stuff as COVID's happening and I'm watching just the most evil unfold upon everybody and I'm like oh fuck and I'm not yeah. only stuck here but you know like it's, yeah your you know, situation I, makes makes for a pretty interesting story and you know um, you share a lot about that on your uh, BitChute channel is that the is that the only place where people can find your I, stuff you, if they want to check you out that that's it that's it It, but i see this is here this is what's crazy i used to have a youtube and um a long i still have a youtube it's called the desert fox gypsy and it's mostly like truck driving workout videos it's in a but back in the days i used to go on uh, youtube when it was fun and i used to make paranormal videos because i had so much paranormal stuff happen happen to me and then uh, i erased that channel because when I started to go through this custody battle with my ex, um, she, she was trying to say, like, he's crazy and sees ghosts. You know what I mean? You know how, like, mm-hmm. people yep. will make fun of you and call you conspiracy. So I took it down, and then I started to do, like, this bit shoot, and I still have that YouTube channel where I do workout videos. But what was interesting about that YouTube channel was I had all kinds of videos 
talking about the same stuff that I talk about on BitChute about conspiracy and the stuff that's going on and vaccinations. And like I was in Texas when that big freeze happened and I'm making videos saying this is global warming. And I had videos of like showing grocery stores completely emptied out. Um, like, like remember when YouTube started to censor everything. So like last year I was literally on my YouTube channel. I had two strikes, you know, for nothing. It's when they started to do this communist censorship. And as I'm on YouTube, my screen goes black. And then it comes back on, and I had about 40 videos disappear. And they were wow. videos like, yeah, and it was information. And, like, it was stuff about Trump, you know, being a piece of shit and a liar. And, like, you mm -hmm. know, videos of him saying, like, oh, we're going to force vaccinate everybody with the military. And all those videos were gone, and all that was left were my workout videos that I would do as a truck driver. <laughs> and so, and so I just got on bit shoot and just started doing my thing because, um, you know, like I said, I, I I feel I need to be saying something or doing something. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Because yep, you know, well, I'm glad you are. You seem to be want... growing pretty good over there. You know, despite yeah. despite the fact that bit shoot is kind of like the anti Jew hub. Uh, <laughs> And you kind of get a lot of flack for that because you say you know that you're a Jew. Yeah. Uh, but you seem to do well. I think actually you're well received. You're just kind of getting attacked by the standard. Uh, I don't know. They're almost. I think a lot of them are just hired hitmen, basically. You know. I do too. To go in there and make things uncomfortable for See, everyone. But this, this, this is the thing. Real fast about me being Jewish is like it's the reason why I'm I, like it's easy for a Jew to not be a Jew. Like you could just say, I'm not Jewish. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. And then you could say, I'm a Christian. That's it. No one would know you're a Jewish. The reason why I keep my Jewishness is, is one, I was born of a Jewish mom, according to the Halakha law, which doesn't mean shit to me. It's just, you know, according to the rules, I'm accepted as a Jew by the Jewish community, which doesn't mean shit to me. I'm just putting it out there. But I stay being a Jew because my ancestors were Jews when it wasn't easy to be a Jew. You know what I'm saying? So if somebody went through all that shit, you know, to, to, to keep something that was their identity and their way of living and their way of life, who, you know, what, what kind of punk bitch would I be if I was just to go, oh, I'm not a Jew. When I am, it hide from it when my family did it when it was hard to do. You know what I mean? So, and there's a lot of good stuff that I get out of it. You know, it, it works. <laughs> I'm so tempted to dive into the Jewish topic right now, but uh, I think probably yeah, yeah. I don't have enough talky energy left to be able to pull that off. Yeah, it's kind of a delicate right, conversation. Right, right. Uh, but I, I would like, I would like for us anytime, to talk about that at anytime, some point. Yeah. yeah. So if someone wants yeah, to check totally, out yeah. Alan Watt, what would be the best place? Where would you say they should start listening or reading? Okay, this is what you do. You go, you go to Alan Watt's website cuttingthroughthematrix.com and then you go free audio and then you scroll down like he has free shows that he's done there's hundreds of shows on there maybe even thousands and you start from the bottom and you work your way up he's got shows going back from like 19 I think he started in 97 or 98 mm -hmm. and you just work your way up and if you have the time like I do and you have a you know a brain in your head that works he'll start saying things and describing things that are based on facts and sources that you could look up that you'll realize that if you don't look into this or keep listening, your life's going to be in jeopardy. 
you know. Mm-hmm. And like I said, he, he's so enjoyable. Like to me, I like uh, college. Like you know, listening to a professor talk about like history or something like that. Except he's giving you the history behind the history of the history to where you're yeah. like, wow, you know. He's telling so you the truth. He's it. not a lying professor like most of them. Yeah, exactly. And so you just start there and you start listening to his videos little by little, uh, his talks. And because it's not a guy talking on a screen, you can put headphones on and, you know, clean your house or work out. And, um, but you can tell if somebody has the intellect to be awake or be woken if you, you know, have them listen to an Alan Watt show. Because you'll find your favorite shows to where you're like, wow. And then you go, I'm going to have my mom listen to it. I'm going to have my mom, you know, I'm going to have somebody mm-hmm. I care about listen to this one show. Yeah. It'll, it'll change your life forever. And when, when, when they go, that guy's annoying. He's a fucking Scottish guy. I didn't, you know, what, what, what was so important about that talk? That's when you got to go, okay, I love this person. But they're not. <laughs> yeah, they're, they're, they're not mentally, they're not mentally equipped you know, to go down the, the yeah. road that you are. And I don't sad, think it's just, but... I don't think it's just uh, like intellect. It's also kind of their courage. You know, I think ultimately yeah. it comes down to you. People do understand what he's saying, but they just, they just can't stomach it. And they're just, they just made the choice to ignore truth because they'd rather do that than face it. So, uh, okay. Those, so those are the people. Oh, go sorry. Go ahead. I, those are the people that are going to die. I'm sorry. <laughs> Yeah, that's, that's the consequence, right? If you don't accept truth, if yeah. you don't get to make choices which are in line with the actual situation, which lowers your chance of surviving. That, that person, in all actuality, even if they're a loved one, if they're not willing to uh, take a step off that X and, and, and swallow reality for what it is, they are a danger to your life. And yep. you have to fucking realize that. And that's mm-hmm. what a lot of people can't do, you know. Yep. Well, it's hard when you got kids and stuff, you know. I'm I'm lucky to be able to be like, all right, fuck y'all, and no, I don't really feel bad got, about it at all. <laughs> you, no, you shouldn't. It's it's not your fault if people want to jump off the edge of the cliff. You know, you put stuff out there to where you're doing the right thing, but you you can't take care of two, three, four, five, and six until you take care of number one. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Yep. You have to put yourself even before your own children, because how the fuck are you going to lead your children out of the burning building if you're some fat slob? You know, it, it can't think to yep. wipe his own ass. You're not going to be do. You you can't do nothing for nobody. You know, so you're yep. actually more of an obstacle than you know a hero. You got to be. Mm-hmm. You, you got to put yourself above everybody, and then you could help the people below you. But if they don't want to be helped you have to be willing to turn your back on them because they will kill you or they yep. will put you in a situation to where you'll die. Right. Exactly. Yep. So, so yeah. cool. Uh, so on your, your yeah. account is gypsy Fox. Is that right? Two yes, words? it is. It's gypsy Fox. Yeah. Gypsy Fox. Um, how it would be spelled two words. And then I have a YouTube channel. It's uh, desert Fox gypsy. And it's, it's mostly videos about, talking about working out as a truck driver because i'm, mm-hmm. I'm kind of into that N- nothing special but you know if anybody wants to check it out if you want to check out my bit shoot uh go ahead and in in the future um like i said we'll do videos if you if you want to talk about judaism and like i said gypsy occult shit or whatever i'd 
totally enjoy doing it. You're a good guy, and I like talking with you. Cool. Sounds great. I look forward to it. Yeah, All right. Man. Well, thanks for yeah. coming on. And uh, I'm so happy. Yeah. Cool. All right. Take it easy, man. All right, young man. Thank you. Bye-bye.